Adam Hergenrother, and this is Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today, Hallie and I are going to get into a wonderful conversation. And I always love the ones where um, we can't really prep too much for these things. Uh, well, specifically well, we for you. We could prep. Yes, we could. But it's, <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's, it's part of it too is that like there is a, there's an inspiration that comes actually. I guess the prepping comes because I actually journaled about this episode. So like I did the prep, I just didn't share it with you. Yeah. All I did was look up the, the definition yes, exactly. so that I could exactly. add that to this conversation. You know, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, you know, what does spirit mean to you? And this isn't the point of the conversation. It's just, it's just kind of an interesting thing. And I think it's important, like spirituality in general. And we've said this before, but as a reminder to people listening, the spirituality, the only, there's a whole bunch of different definitions of this. I just say that the kind of the one that, that I reference inside like kind of like as I like as it means to me and this may help you or help anybody listening it's just that I'm more concerned with how my inner experience is than I am about the outer experience mm-hmm. and so like mm-hmm. that's really kind of the spirituality part of life like when you talk about you know business meets spirituality is like business is happening life is happening and it creates these opportunities to work on yourself because business creates these things, these challenges that you wouldn't necessarily want to subscribe to that force you, if you're willing to, to get rid of the part of you that's not okay with the challenges or getting to a point where you can accept the challenges in life so you can actually freely come through and actually experience life. So that spirituality kind of conversation is more about it's uh it's I'm because cons- look, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your inner experience. I used to say that the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask, which I don't, I think it's a deeper, Tony there's, Tony a, yeah, there's a deeper level to this. I, I think that like, you know, but to, it is the questions that you ask yourself, which is that self inquiry, which is the concern it's a, for inner the yes. inner world. I think it's, I think that's true. And I think there's a deeper layer. And I think, cause because I think you don't even have to ask yourself questions and you can release those things. And that actually brings a better about a better inner experience. So the, the foundational point of spirituality is that I have this inner experience and what I'm trying to do is work outside to make this inner experience not, um, be hit, not get disturbed. And I'm actually trying to get it the way I want it to. Instead of doing that, spirituality and that kind of definition just wakes up and you say, I'm much more concerned with understanding why I'm not just in that state and then allowing everything else to happen outside, which we all agree. And nobody, I've never once said any time that the experiences outside don't feel different, right? If somebody screams at you, that is going to be a different experience. You may not like it. You may get angry. You may get mad, but it's like wetting on water. It kind of goes, you feel the experience and then you're back to your state. Like it's just, you're experiencing what you're experiencing because everything has that vibrational code to it. What was your answer to the spirit question? Well, that was it. Like the, the spirit is the, well, the spirituality aspect. Like, yeah. it was like what does it mean for spirituality? And it's like, but what spirit? Well, spirit is who you are. She, Chakti, whatever you want to refer to. I was just as. curious because someone asked you a question, that question. Yeah. Well, they, they said like, what does spirituality mean in like in that context? And the spirituality really is, I used to kind of say it the way of like, you know, it's about making something larger than yourself, which is kind of a way of defining it. But I think as you grow, like to me, spirituality in your life, you're what? <laughs> Sorry. No, I have like a million thoughts going on. No, I actually think that that's actually not true. And that's what kind of what you're saying is that it isn't actually about something. Well, it depends on how you define what's that's, bigger that's than yourself. Exactly yeah, because right. I that's, think, oh, philanthropy, yes. and yes. that's not that's not spirituality. Bigger than yourself is actually, it's almost like 
a false well, the way, way not, of saying it. Not bigger than yourself. The way I used to say is spirituality is, is you're concerned with not just you. You're not concerned with yeah. the ego. You're concerned with something. I actually don't, I don't funny, think it's accurate it's actually, anymore yeah, in yeah. my, in the way that I used to say it. I just say like, you're, you're concerned with devoting yourself to something larger and the, the word yeah. devotion may trigger somebody, but just, you may, you're concerned to like, I'm, you know, you have a different purpose other than satisfying your own needs. That's kind of how I looked at spirituality right. for a while in but over it's like the, the years, it's kind of changed that. Yeah. And actually, exactly. You kind of go inward and go spirituality means I'm, I'm, I'm concerned with my inner state, mm-hmm. right? So that you can then show up to give more sure. to other things. So like, it's almost like you're saying it, but you're saying it as the surface level or like a medium level, right? right. If there's different right. levels. You're saying it kind of like a medium level that it's, it's about doing something larger than yourself because the more you become the more you actually let go of the party so you can have that clear interstate, the more you actually serve and contribute to a larger group. Of course. So you actually yeah. get what the same thing that you're doing. Right. But just when you talk about business meets spirituality or what is spirituality in terms of the context that I like to use it as, which is there's this whole inner experience and that's way more of a, because con- look, the, the analogy you can use is that like how many times you've been with your family or friends, but you're having a, a personal issue going on and you're not there. Right. Like you're just your inner experience. Like half of our conversations. (laughs) Well, like your, your inner experience is not good. And therefore the only thing you're concentrating on is your inner experience. Right. So if your inner experience is, 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 is a pleasant experience, which is what people are trying to do, then that's what I just wake up and go, I'm not going to go work at the world to have this pleasurable experience. I'm going to go work inwardly and do the work there. The same, the same tenacity that it takes to go build a business is the same tenacity I'm going to bring to working on my inner world, which is really surrender, letting go, acceptance, removing the some scars, all the things we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So you can have this wonderful natural state of this inner experience. And then you're able to freely and clearly handle the challenges that are actually going to unfold in life. And then you're not going after life to turn you on, which I admit, like when you get what you want, you know what it really is? I was actually just, just the other day, I always use myself as this experiment to try to then bring into here. Like I got something that I wanted and I instantly felt good about it. And I, so I so instead of just basking it, I go, I need to let this go. And what came to me was when I just, when I let that feeling go of like, I didn't like the fact that I got turned on or I felt good by getting what I want. Now, I'm not saying in a way I'm trying to get negative feelings. I'm just saying I know that by because when I got what I wanted, it temporarily turned me on because I got what I wanted. I go, well, I know this feeling is going to end. And then instantly, if I'm following the same path in a moment or a day or whatever it is, all of a sudden it's going to go in there. We need to go do this. And then I'm just hooked on this pattern. And so I was really just trying to watch this. And so what did I've, you get rid of the feeling or did you get rid of the, I don't know what the thing is that you got, but did you no, it's not like you let rid go of, of that thing? Yeah, all I did is I let go of why I was feeling the way it was and I let the whole experience pass through me. you didn't give me. the thing No, that, I did. That it wasn't got. the thing. It was just, I let the, I didn't, the outcome, the outside world has nothing to do with the inside world. So right. I let, I let the experience come in fully instead of trying to hold on to it and point to why I was turned on. Like I just kind of let the whole experience. And what I saw was it was almost like, um, the best way I can describe it's almost like the, the, when you get your desire, I'll use that word, or get what you want or your preference happens, it's almost like there is in that moment, there's a relinquishing of an, of the desire. And so everything kind of settles and you're actually able to experience yourself. And in that, then all of a sudden there's a new desire that comes in there and now you're focused on the new desire or the new preference or trying to avoid something you don't want to get. And that's what triggers back in. But that's why- But not always. Sometimes can't you just- like I don't, get, I don't think there's anybody that's ever listening to this right now that after they've got something, the mind hasn't told them to go get something else. 
I feel like I could argue that. Then our, I would I would love <laughs> to hear that argument because the minute you go get that job that you wanted or the raise that you wanted, I'm not saying specifically you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I'm it is. I'm trying to think of the last thing I got that but I then it wanted. May, it may not be, or maybe a feeling that you want, or maybe you yeah. want to avoid something, but then right. you're off to doing something else. It had to be something else that you needed to do within a really short a, period of time. I don't know about that. Well, you took a vacation, right? Yes. And then how quickly did you want to take another one? Um... Well, I didn't. How quickly did you want to plan one? Not really. Well, I don't know. I, like I, w- I was more like excited to go home. Yes. Well, then like, <laughs> is so that again, like the same thing? Yes, maybe that's, that's exactly thing. right. Like you go yeah. take a vacation and then you wanted to come I home. I necessarily to want. Okay. It, it, I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, because it's, that's what people are paying attention. It's almost like the desire. And I appreciate you asking that. Like, it's almost like the, the minute you get what you want. And again, I'm, I'm but using I feel it like as if larger you just things. Get what you want. Like I enjoy that. You should. Nobody's I'm saying not, not necessarily enjoying going it. on to the next thing. Well, um, I think you are. Right. Maybe, maybe just not as quickly as you think. Everyone well, does. I, th- I think you, I think you are in a way that you're just, it's, it's, it's a shape shifter. So it may not be in the same pain. So if you get something in business, then you may go try to do something work wise or in terms of like your personal life, or if you get something in your personal life, you may go focus on the work or something along those lines. So I think there's this, there's this natural, like when, when people naturally, if you can point to something, why you feel good, that'll go away. Maybe it's another way of saying it. Mm, giving an example of that. So like you trying to get through a particular situation in your, or, ha- or like a conversation, like just a simple conversation. You have to have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. that's maybe unpleasant. Okay. And there's some anxiety that builds up around that conversation. Yes. And then when you have the conversation, you feel relieved. Right. But how long does that relief actually feel for? And then you're- for Five minutes. Yeah. And then you're on to something else- that, right, but I'm not on to go get something else. I'm just well, on to. I think you're thinking of getting. Thing. I think you're on to getting something. That thinking that getting something is a material item. I'm not yeah, saying or feeling. Yeah, exactly. Or or some sort of security that's there. Yeah. All right. Well, no, like it's like the minute because there will be something that you that like literally if you just pay attention to this enough. That's all I guess the question I would ask is the more you pay attention to this, the more you can literally start to see how this entire process and it is a process unfolds. The minute you get something that you wanted to, again, it could be a small thing like, hey, you got to work early. You didn't get stuck in traffic. It's like then you get home and there's a there's something else that shows up and it's the simplest of things. Yes, but it depends on how you're experiencing the life. That was my point, right? It's like when you're, when you're doing that and you're being up and down with that, like, oh, I really need to avoid this. Or like, I need to, you know, I need to go now. I need to go make sure I get this thing or I need to go make sure I'm exercising. So maybe I don't have as much energy around all those things, which is why I'm not understanding what you're saying. Well, here's an example. So I went, um, I went shopping last night because I'm getting ready to go on a vacation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I wanted to buy, wanted, needed, whatever, to buy some stuff for the trip. I got what I needed and wanted and bought Bill some stuff. And then you're saying, then what do I do? Well, no, then from there, then it's like, okay, that was like, there's nothing wrong with doing any of that stuff. Yeah, I know. But like, and I'm not even saying that even turned you on, right? It may or may not have. I don't even think you really like shopping though. Not really. So like, it's like, that's not, it's, that's just like, you're kind of going through, like there's mechanical things that you're doing in life. I don't quite. Well, just think about times that you've had a stress or something that you're trying to go after uh, or any of those type of things in people's lives. Like, again, Mm -hmm. it can be the simple and stay with me if you haven't, because I like all the questions actually, because it helps me. But like um, most people, like when something, 
something in their work or their personal life that they're able to check off the box and they're, they're on to something else so they can remove that from their work or remove it instead of... Maybe I just haven't experienced it in a while because if I go back to like t- 10 years ago, like I wanted to buy a house, right? Yes. Yeah. So I bought a house and then I... What you, you're saying is most people are like, okay, well, now I need a well, new car. Well, then you car, wanted to remodel it. Then I need to remodel, well, I mean, 10 years later. I'm, d- I'm just saying, right? like, I'm I mean, not saying it's it a long time. Every, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, or like, now I need a dog. Yes. Now I need to get married. Exactly. I, yeah. Yes. It's like, and but those it's are. the energy around it because I don't feel like they were needs. They were just like, that's like a na- next natural sure, and progression. That's, and that's a wonderful place to, to be in. I think there's, there's these other needs that can trigger you you specifically or anybody that's listening that and everything's different. Yours has never, ever been around things though. I know. And that's, that's why, why it's, it's easy. To- it's easy for you to go, well, they don't really do it because it, just your nature is not about things. It's never has. Right. Yeah. And those things feel mechanical to you. So there's not really an energy around there, but there's other things that mean more to you that yes. can trigger you. And then you're like, like so, success. Yes. Or those, <laughs> exactly. Or even certain family. But my definition, because my definition is not material. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But like, or like the, the, the power that it brings you or like yeah. family member conversations, any of those type of things yes. can be triggers to different stuff that are there, right? For yeah. any of us. Yeah, and yeah. They're, they're different for everybody. Right. Right. So like when people hear that, I think it's really important to what you said, because it's not all about like some people have zero energy around money, zero energy about things. However, when it comes to a relationship, Right. If all of a sudden that person's going to leave me or they're going to do this, I'm not saying they're going to you know, have that conversation all the time, but there's an angst or something along this that they're always focused on. Yeah. And it's like when that doesn't happen or things are going well, you feel this, this, this relief. And so what I, what I was seeing in it with this is that like, okay, like I, 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 could, I got this sense of kind of like, there was an, e- it wasn't a thing that I got. It was an email that I got. I said, okay, well that's good. And I started seeing that, it, that opened me up more. And I go, why wasn't I just feeling this anyways? Mm. Why wasn't I at this level period? Like it just, and right. what I watched was it was like the minute, like their mind or the ego got what it wanted. It was almost like there wasn't any energy going after any preference anymore for that moment. And so it just kind of opened up and allowed this natural state to flow, even flow more. Let me see if this is what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Cause I kind of get what you're saying, but this is how I feel like after having a glass of wine. And I know that's like a substance that, you yeah. know, is obviously alter it's poisoning me. Um, <laughs> but that is, I know that like, I feel that great feeling. I feel relaxed. Yeah. I feel open. I yes. feel um, present and very, uh, and and often I think, why don't I feel, I always say I'm my best self yes. after a glass of wine, yes. but why can't I just be that best self all the time? Exactly. Well, and, and most of that is because we hit for most of us, I would say 99.9% of us, we have what's like a masquerade, right? Where it's just like, you have a mask that's built yes. up of yourself, of all the experiences you've had, all the books that you've read, the people you've interacted with that are all unique to yours. And you created this mask that we call an ego. Or identity. An identity, yeah. whatever you want, a self-concept. I just, the mask is almost easier. Like you have this mask that you put on. Mm-hmm. But there's two things to that mask. Number one is you believe you are the mask. Mm-hmm. And so then you are portraying that mask and holding that energy up to everybody else, including you. The one who's looking at the mask, you've, like the example you say, if you look at your hand, Ever since you, the consciousness, you are looking at the hand ever since you were born, you think you're a hand. That's all you're focused on is a hand. So like literally, I'm like literally giving the example. If you woke up or like born and you didn't do anything but look at your hand the entire time, you would, you've convinced yourself that you're a hand, right? You're just staring at it the entire time. It's all you're staring at. So that's the same thing that people do in their lives. They create this mask, right? It's like, uh, I think one of the, the, um, I think it was Maharshi who said that, that they 
coined the phrase, the masquerade, right? Which is like this mask that you create, but there's two sides that the, the mask is literally something that you have created, but then you buy into it so much that you believe you are the mask. Like you would believe you're the hand if you store at the store, stared at the whole time. So then there's this, this general feeling that you have to portray this person outside, which versus going to back what you're saying, when you have a glass of wine that loosens to the point where you don't have to pretend you're that mask anymore. What's and the second option? Well, the second, well, the, the, it's you buy into it and then you have to go to the public and share and make sure the public persona sees you as this person who you think you are. So it's not only that you think you are that person, but you're also trying to go out there and make sure that the public sees you. What anybody you sees know you. You're, what if you actually aren't bought into it and you know it's not you, but that's you the, put what, it on anyway? Well, that's, that's mindfulness though. Well, hold on. Let me, let me answer that question. To answer your first part before you add the last couple sentences there, that is mindfulness awakening where we, we dubbed the word mindfulness is just realizing that I've had this mask on that I've bought into that. I think that I'm the CEO of a company or that right. I think that I'm, you know, leading this podcast or like you're doing it and while you're doing the role you are, but the minute you hang up the role, you don't walking around going I'm CEO of a company, mm -hmm. right? Like you just, when you're, you just, you just, you just take it off. Like you just, so to go to your point, like there are times where you put your jacket on to play the role. Right. Like when you're a CEO or you're a chief of staff, you put the role on and that's mechanically you are that role and you have a function and responsibility to do that. Whether you're mm -hmm. a parent, whether you're a CEO, whether you're a chief of staff or whether you're, you know, anybody of any of the professions that thousands of people think that people could do, you put in that role, but that's not who you are. But then the problem is, is when you, when you put this masquerade of like you buy into the fact that this is how you are presented. I, have to dress a certain way. I am a certain way. I do these type of things. Right. And all of a sudden, like this whole identity is created. You've now bought into this entire mask. So then everything you're doing is like, okay, well, if I, if I don't, if I don't get a certain amount of money, not only to buy material things, but to prove the certain status, then I don't think I can be effective chief of staff. Right. Or whatever those things are. So you buy into these roles, mm -hmm. you buy into the fact that that's who you are, even though like there's a part of you that knows, well, I know I'm not this person. I know I'm not a, a, I'm not kind of like, especially if you start to get a little advanced or you start to meditate, you can see on these things or have a little mindfulness in there, which most of our listeners do. And they start to realize, well, I know I'm not a real estate professional, right? I, I know that's a role that I play, but man, you're still addicted to it. Like, it's just like, that's, but that's mindful that you start to become open to these things. And then you, what you, what I was watching the process unfold was how the roles that I play in life how they dictated like that opened my myself up more because it actually strengthened that mask. And so what I was saying is I let that whole strengthen of the mask resolve. So the mask just starts to dissolve itself. And then you can just truly experience the experience that's there. That help answer that. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. Um, I still really want you to answer the question that you started this entire podcast off with because I still feel like you haven't answered the question, which is how, when somebody asked you, they didn't ask you initially said they asked you about spirit, spirit. Yeah. How do you define not? They didn't ask you about spirituality. Yeah, they asked yeah, you about yeah. spirit. And I would love to know how you actually yeah. define that. Well, well, spirit is who you are. So I am that I am. And that is spirit. That is Shakti. That's the you. That is you. That is consciousness. That, yeah. that is a soul. Like the same thing. That is okay. you. Spirit is you. And there's, just, there's, you can put 11 different names that are defined in all different religions or how people define what they are, but that's you. You are the, you can also consciousness. Consciousness is the same thing. You are it. So in spirit, like you are spirit, you are consciousness, you are the everything, right? Like you are the, you are it. Ex that is what experience. And that's, that's when, 
again, I'm not going to get into the use of the word God, but like when I think of God for myself, and this is just me, everyone has a different, wonderful experience. And if it, look, I'm a, like, people ask me about religion. I'm like, whatever works for you. Like if you're mm-hmm. working on yourself and you're improving your inner state, that's awesome. Well, just like Michael, Michael Singer, Singer will quote a Buddhist and he'll quote Jesus and he'll. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, you can read the Bible, you can read the cabal, you can read the Bhagavad Gita and like all of them are kind of saying the same things, right? They just say it differently with different meanings. Cause that's how we communicate, right. For, for all of those different ways of the communication. What were you saying about God? Well, I was just saying like in general, like how I see is God is like the source of consciousness. So when I use the word God or like even, I don't really use it too often because it triggers people differently. But when I hear that word, it's not a person. It's not a thing. This is me. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. everyone just, and, and again, like whatever works, just pre-qualify that there. I see that as, as consciousness because there's something that wants to experience itself. But it's not is it your consciousness or just co- you consciousness are, with the the greater word of consciousness? It's well, there's individual consciousness and there's consciousness of the whole. Yeah, they're the same thing. It's like you you're know, part of the whole. You're part of it. Like, yeah. look, like is a river part of an ocean? Eventually, exactly. That's kind of this. Yeah. Is a wave part of the ocean? Yes, but it looks separate. Like raindrops are separate, but at the same time, they come back and do the. It's all part of the same source. Right. So God is the source. Yes. God is the, in, in my definition, the source. Right. I just use the word consciousness because it doesn't trigger people. Like when they hear that, like even me, when I say that word, God, yeah. like it still, well, you have like, the, I'm sure you have a very yes, Christian, I grew up Christian, Christian definition yes, of is. what God and is. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I just, and that's why when I think about spirituality, I think about, I way more concerned about my inner state because this inner state gives us this opportunity to really, uh, explore and watch these processes unfold in life. And I don't mean the process outside. You're doing that too. That's why we talk about 200% life. Mm-hmm. There is this whole, and, you, and look, consciousness itself loves to create. Like that should be freeing. Like it loves to create, it loves to build businesses. It loves to, you know, um, create art. It loves music. It loves, you know, poetry. It loves. Well, I mean, if we're going on a Christian definition, I mean, what did God do? Yeah, it's created. created. Yeah, yes, that was like the first thing yes, he did was exactly, create. Yes. Um, so that's why, that's why it's like, it's not bad to build a business or make money. It's not bad to create a new system for the bus schedule, right? It's not like you, everyone's creating mm-hmm. and everyone has these different natures, just like lions travel in packs, leopards are single animals, right? They're alone. Like everyone has this different nature. So like humans have this different nature. Some like to contribute to just like, I, I heard this the other day is like some individuals, cause they're like, how come some people just feel the need to contribute in larger groups? And well, some of that's ego, right? That's the difference concept, but we get pushed that aside right, for a right, second. Right. Some people is in there and like their contribution is actually just to be, I don't want to use the word simple, but just to be a simple contribution, which is like showing up conscious to whatever they're being asked to do. And then they're not going to go talk to 5,000 people or right. write a book or have music or play this. They're just showing up and that's their contribution to, to consciousness. Well, and I just, yeah, I was going to say like, if you just take a very s- simple example, which is some people will contribute, you know, you know, a, a dollar in a, like one of those little like change things at the gas station. And like, yeah. that is their contribution. And that's what they're like, just their natural thing. I'm not saying that's a small contribution. I'm just saying that's like a that's part of their contribution. Yeah, yes, contribution yeah. versus some people who go and create charities that raise a billion dollars. Yes. Well, but that's what they're called to do. And I don't think one is better than the other. I think of any contribution that you're doing. Well, think of it. Yeah. Think of it this way. Like if you're all part of 
all of it. Like this kind of goes back to spirituality. Like if you're all part of it, like this, and I'm like holding my hands out, like everyone mm-hmm. can see what yeah. I'm doing right yeah. now in the audience. But like when you're, when you're, when you're part of this whole sea, this consciousness, mm-hmm you're all the same. <laughs> like you just start to see it. Like it just, yeah. it, so it doesn't matter what somebody else is doing necessarily. We've just sure. Right. And right. I know people are like, why well, I, I get that. Like people can, can like abstractly think that and they go that, but like, but I still have my life over here that I'm experiencing. Yes. But if it's the same consciousness experiencing what you see. So if you're back here looking to see the world and I'm back here looking to see the world and it's the same source looking back here to see it, it's that's so individualized except for the fact that it's just, it's the same thing seeing everything. It's just, it's seeing it simultaneously. You just be happening because you can abstractly think starting to see your own experiences, which feels separate and feels personal, but it's really the whole thing. I actually really liked the example that uh, Michael Singer gave in living untethered when, and I'm not gonna remember the exact example, but it just made me realize like, man, everything really is connected from like the beginning of time. Remember he was saying like, if that one dinosaur hadn't stepped in that one spot, then, you know, this, Great grandparents wouldn't have fell yeah, over in the country in the wouldn't have yes, been created. Exactly. And then this, your, yes. these people wouldn't have met. And you're right. That one person who's putting a dollar in at like the gas station, where does that dollar go and is pulled together with other money? And then it helps this person. And then that person maybe goes and helps this person. And then like, you just never know. Yes, that's exactly right. Which we're going to do a whole episode on free will. Um, and I, and I think that it's actually, that's, that's the lead in question that we're going to do. So listen to next time about the question about free will, because is that really free? I don't, I'm going to answer it, but that's the, that's I'm just going to leave you with that. Like that's, is, is that actually free will or not? So I want to actually, I want to get into it. We're not going to answer those questions yeah. right well, now. Well, So what's the opposite of free, um, like pre predestination, predestination yeah, design or something. Yeah. Like, pre-design. I, right. Right. I want to tackle that whole connected. conversation, but you know, for the, for the essence Fate of this, free will, yes, right? exactly. So we're going to get into that whole thing. Cause I, I, I love free will conversation right now, but the, so see the larger, like if you're again, like a, an individual wave feels when you go out there and like, Oh, look at that wave right there. Like, so we use language to signify something that's separate, but at the same time, it's still all connected. So when you start to just have this more mindfulness, you just wake up and you realize I am one drop of consciousness. You want to say it that way. One raindrop. That's all part of the same thing. Yes. I have an individualized experience, but the one who's experiencing it is all the same. You're just having this small fraction of an experience that you think is yours because of your ego, right? Which is the the individual experience you're having. But if you're all part of the same source, like, look, like if you have a Bunsen burner, like there's only words can only take you so far until you experience this. And it just becomes so clear. If you have a Bunsen burner, you know, a Bunsen burner has one flame coming up and Mm -hmm. it's got all the little circles in there that like the flame come in. Mm -hmm. Would anybody say that those an individual flame? Yes Yes and no. Yes and no, right? Like there's a deeper truth to all of it. Right. Like, so like somebody would say, well, that's of course that's an individual flame. And you go, I agree with you. It's an individual flame, but I also agree with you it's that the one. deeper truth that it's one. So while you have a personal life for Hallie and this role that you have and the personality you have, I agree with you. It's an individual life that you're experiencing, but the deeper truth is you're still part of everything. And I hate yeah. the word saying that cause it's such a clear, you're still part of the same source of the flame that it's coming from just having an individual experience, but it's still the same source. You're not separate from the source ever. You're just having a separate experience, but the source is having all of the experiences simultaneously. It's experiencing, like think of it in that term, like consciousness is having an experience of the earthworm down there. It's also experiencing a frog. It's experiencing Pluto that used to be a planet, poor Pluto, right? And it's, you're just one part of all of that. Yes. And you're just yeah. one part of all yeah. of that. 
it, it's almost, then it's, there's almost like it's created this earth here so that it can experience itself having this experience. And so that literally it is experiencing itself. So part of this, you just kind of wake up and just, so we're in a giant Sims game. Yeah, I mean, you could say it that way if you want to kind of abstractly think that way. It just, <laughs> I mean, it's it's really what you're in is you're you're just if consciousness created something again, whatever it is, consciousness then loves creating, which is why, by the way, you as individuals, this really helped me in business, and and I don't know if it's right or wrong, but like it helped me and maybe it helped you. Is I see is that consciousness created everything that we see, created. Look, I mean, go outside. There's 15 different people. Some are brown, some are white, some are tan, some have hair that are different, some of this, some are different shapes, right? All these different things. Just like all the animals look different. And just like all the trees are different. All the grass is different. You have wetlands, you've got highlands, you've got rocks, you have all these. So it loves to create. And then, of course, when we come down, what do we do? Love to create too. Mm-hmm. We're just not doing it with creating land. We're creating a business or creating a plan or creating a movie night or creating a movie or like we're just playing these fun roles because why not? And then it's just like, because look, none of that you bring. So it's like, it's so elegant. You're just down here. Like it's like you're playing with like a sandbox. That's literally all it is. And you're in business, you're playing in business. And I get the experiences feel different. And that's the whole point. It's supposed to feel different, but you're just down here because consciousness created this world and it's basically this huge sandbox and it goes, go create rockets go cruise around, go create cars, right? Go create social media. Like people are just, they, they have this, cause you know this because it's not necessarily about money, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. people have plenty of money and they don't stop creating. In fact, at some point when people make enough money and maybe they want to move around there, they create books, right? And then they create, you know, a talk or they, they just, they just stop but creating. Is, and I know that you're kind of talking a little bit about money, but I, just a more other example that, it is funny what people are drawn. Like everyone does have that n- natural. I'm just thinking yes, about our, na- our neighbors. Yes. There's us and we do nothing to our house. Like I'm hiring a landscaper, but basically we, that is not where we create is in our home necessarily. And then, cause I'm creating online or I'm creating yeah. like in a different way. And then you look at our neighbor's house and every, they had a gorgeous garden and they built a deck and now it's all create. Now it's completely decorated for Halloween in two months. It's going to be completely decorated for Christmas. And like, they very much like create in that way. And I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's not about buying anything necessarily. It's like they are driven to create and we are very much driven to create more like in yes, a different way. That's, that's a hundred percent example. You, you create in business. Or you yeah. create in different ways. They yeah. create in different ways. It's yeah. not right or wrong. No. Just our world has put more um, credit, if you will. Value. Value, I guess is what I going to say. We value your way of creating almost more than somebody else's way. But that's what we need to get away from. I agree. Yeah. Because like, it's like, yeah. it, because then all you're doing is you're just creating hierarchy. Yes. And like, you're just doing, because what, what happens to the person that wakes up and is, is going like, I actually don't want to create this whole thing. I just want to go create the best experience for my grandkids. Right. Like I, I, should, I, I, I don't want to create a really great meal for my family. Exactly. Yeah. And then you go, oh, that's not enough. That's not doing yeah. enough. No, no. That, that, and, has, and you're not getting paid for it. You're so not getting paid for Why would you no, do it? Yeah, yeah. Why would you even do it? So that, that lies the problem again with doing versus being. And when the more rooted you are in being, the more creative you are. Look, take any kid you've ever experienced and you give them a box at a certain age. And what do they do? Create. Yeah. They play and create with it. Mm-hmm. So why are we any different? Like the kids not going like until they reach a certain age when they start developing an ego, but in the beginning stages, they're not going like, like I, I saw, I watched my kids go through all of these stages and they're like, they're creating, they're like, Oh, that's so cool. And I'm looking at, them, I'm like, that is not even, and then quickly my value goes in and goes, well, Sienna's is so much better than this one, but they like this one better. And it's like, I go, well, that's on my own judgment, my own value of what I've been 
taught almost instead of just my, my youngest daughter looks at both of them and goes, forget about that one. That one's beautiful over here. Right. And it's because there, there is no, they're not going and looking at it as a way of like, oh, that one would make more money or be better. It's just, it's mm-hmm. there. And so that's what we just need to, it doesn't mean that you can't go out there and get paid for your value. Nobody's saying that, right. And go do those things. It just gives you way more compassion to go out there and allow people to live authentically. And that whole authentic is what the conversation that we had and today. And being open and like not, not being, uh, being non-judgmental. Yes, and exactly. Seeing the value in anything. We'll go back to everything. The, the where we started this conversation will end it here is the, the inner experience. When you judge, you're having a negative inner experience. Right. And when you value something that you need to get, you're having a negative inner experience because when you go, Oh, I want that one's better color. You're actually, nobody's going, Oh, that's a better color. I feel so much better by making like, no, that is an energy drain versus an energy openness. So the minute you start putting judgments on things, because when you say I value something more than the other, mm-hmm. like there's a judgment on this. And, and again, I'll even go right to the heart of this, which is why the majority of like, all the masters that I've ever seen, right? I'm talking about the, when I use the word master, they've just mastered mindfulness and spirituality. They've gotten really far back there. They literally would wake up and see the world as you would see your kid. They literally saw every human being the same love that they saw for their own child. I'm not there yet. I'll tell you that. Like I still, I'm still a work in progress and all that stuff. Cause I still wake up and go, a kid's really cool. I can really see that, but I'm like, I just love my kid more. Like, I don't know what right. to tell you. Like I values more to me and I'm going, why do you let that go to like, anyways, but not, just have a question for you. I, I think, I think there's a difference between being responsible for somebody sure. and, and providing the, the mechanical part of that and then loving them. But I'm going, why, why, what's this is, this is now you're just you're getting my own thoughts here. Like, why is wrong with me loving somebody else's kid the same way I love my kid? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong well, with that. Well, that's, yeah, no, that's like, what I'm But at, why can't we? Why can't, why can't we? That's, we? that's what I'm yeah. saying. And then what you start to realize don't when we? you ask that self-inquiry question, these are the yeah. things that go through my head. I go, well, how come I can't love Hallie the same way I love my brother, right? Or something along those lines. And mm-hmm. you go, your mind will want to come up with the answer. Yeah. But I'm going, that's why. Wouldn't but, your life be more wonderful inside to just wake up and have that. It doesn't mean you hang out with people. It doesn't mean you do the same things you're doing, but why can't you share that same feeling with them? I co- I do agree with that. And then the other side of my mind is just like, I don't even know how that's possible. I know that's, but, the, yeah. that's exactly, that's but, the self inquiry question. And then you have to sit with it. Then you have to sit with it. And but then, then why do we also say everything matters, but not everything matters equally? Well, that's mechanical question when it comes to actually doing work. And that is a hundred percent true. But we've, we've used examples with kids before. Yes. And that's why I'm saying I'm not there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a hundred percent. I knew you're yeah. going to go there. So thank yeah. you for asking. But when I say like everything matters, it does not, yeah. it doesn't matter equally. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah. That is in the mechanical, in but the, for the, in the masters, being world, everything matters equally. I think the, the way they share their love is equal. Equal. I don't think they would say that's not, they still Maybe don't not their time. time is different. Right, right. Right. Cause like Eckhart Tolle and I'm not, he's there, like whatever it is you want to say he's there or not there. Like he still is like why everything matters, but I can, all, I talk to an audience of 2000 instead of responding to people's emails cause I don't have time to do it. Right. So it's not like a, so it's like everything of course matters, just not equally in business. That is a hundred percent true. So again, the roles that we play, remember that's the 200% life, hundred percent outer, hundred percent inner. I'm saying from hundred percent inner world, why can't you have that same experience, that same joy that you have for doing anything for anything? I don't know. I mean, we've used the, we've used kids in that as an example before, like your kids because it, matter because that's more it, than kids it, that you don't know across the exactly 
but they do matter. Yes, they just they do. don't matter equally to you. Yes. And I think part of that is because of the mechanical process associated with it, that you're solely responsible and you know that you're responsible for those kids, their well-being. Nobody else is. So like to a certain point. Or is it because you love them? And you don't necessarily love these other ones that well, you I don't know. I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's both because when, because if I was given a child today, like just like saying, Hey, like I'm like, if my brother died and I had to take his kids, I would feel the same way about their kids instantly. Because now all of a sudden I am the sole provider, the responsible person until they become. And even when they get older, like you're oh, still, so it's, that is interesting. It's like a responsibility well, because there is a mechanical process to yeah. this that like you have a responsibility to them because you, you, whether you, planned or not planned to have kids like they're there now and nobody else they can't fend for themselves it's actually the same thing in nature it doesn't mean you have to love them no you don't and there's plenty of people that don't my, my but it's not about love to me it's like how do you love all of them but like yes it's gonna matter what i do with them more because nobody else is taking care of them got it you're talking so, about that piece yes, yes it's yes. like that, that's why it's 200 percent life like yeah. it's like i always go back to like how was my inner experience during this whole conversation about spirituality is like how do you enjoy that experience more. And I, I believe fully that you would have a wonderful more experience if you're actually able to just be that love, that that thing and being able to share with different things. So again, that self-inquiry question. Um, so just kind of go back to that thing is, is and to wrap up for today, which is just what does spirituality mean to you? How does it like, how is your inner experience? And just in, in all the inquiry that Hallie asked, do this next time you get turned on, right? Just like watch. It's easy to do it and you get disturbed because then it's easy to let something go. But next time you get, you feel really good about something. Don't push it away. Don't be like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this. Nobody's saying that. I'm just saying sit with it so you can let the experience come through and, and then feel the transmutation that happens from that process. Just start there. Hey everybody, before you leave today, Hallie and I wanted to thank everybody who has left us a review. It really does make a huge impact in helping us get this podcast into the hands of other conscious leaders. Here's a review from Scott. Yeah, so Scott said, each time I listen, I find myself rethinking previously held beliefs. I am then left with a push to reframe my perspective on things related to my personal and business growth. This podcast does not serve to reinforce your already existing beliefs about personal growth. It inspires you to discover new paths and perspectives to live out the life you have with meaning and impact. And thanks so much for leaving a review. And by the way, please let us know what you like about the podcast, what you would love to see more of by leaving us a review wherever you listen to our show.